Happening. It's Tuesday, seven o'clock, out of bounds. Your host Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum. We're going to be joined shortly by uh by the inside man. You know, hey man, it's a it's a cut down day, cut down day, cut down weekend, and uh in the NFL, you know, and um hey man, we got we got some disappointments. Got some surprises, um, but I mean, pretty much, it's it's one of those things. It's just, it's uh, it's that's the it's a fact of life, and that's just how it goes. Life goes on. We're gonna have a pretty much an NFL themed show today. We're gonna talk about a, a lot of a lot of topics going on in the NFL, but just a just to recap, a few of my favorites won this weekend. My baby. My son's baby, Serena Williams, she won. In the singles, they were defeated um, in the doubles. Her sister, Venus, and Serena were defeated in the doubles. But, hey, you know, life goes on. We'll still get to see her rule the world of women's tennis at the U.S. Open in singles. So I'm cool. I'm good to go. Everything's good with me. You know, USA won. USA basketball beat New Zealand. I mean, it's, but it's, I don't know, the dream team thing, I think that's pretty much over, man. I mean, because I think the San Antonio Spurs ruined that because they've got all these, uh, they opened the door, the NBA opened the door to all these uh, foreign players, which is cool, which is, it just shows the expansion of the game. But I don't think you're going to see any, you know, 100 to 2 or 200 to 93 scores anymore because the game has just gotten the other countries have gotten so much better at basketball it's an international game and especially it takes a little bit it takes a little getting used to the international rules uh FIBA the international rules of basketball so you know it, it makes it for a close competition and in addition it doesn't seem like especially for the world championships it doesn't seem like NBA players have a whole lot of incentive. The top stars have a lot of incentive to play. Um, if it's not, if it's a non-Olympic year, because it seems like you can just you've got to try out for the world, the world team. But when the Olympics come around, they just pretty much choose the top players that want to play. You know, because so LeBron is gonna you know have his pick and do. Right now, he's doing whatever he wants to do. But when the Olympics come around, when the big light shines he doesn't really have to try out because he's the world's greatest everybody knows it so somebody's gonna have to lose a spot so hey that's just how it goes but I mean I, I enjoy watching Kenny Fareed and uh, Kyrie Irving and Derrick Rose make his comeback Anthony Davis UK doing it and um, you know big cuz my one question was and this is this is definitely this is a serious question my one question was, where are the uh, 
Where are the cards, man? There's no cards. There's no cards on the on on the world basketball team. Wrong country. Go over to the Dominican Republic. Then you got uh, Francisco Garcia, well, Edgar Sosa. It doesn't count, man. <laughs> you're it looking the count. you're looking at the wrong country, Brandon. That's what your problem is. I'm looking for I'm looking for the best, man. <laughs> Looking I'm looking at, for the best. I'm not looking for one A and one B. I'm looking for the top spot. And um, the cards, man, the cards always have to settle for second best. Uh, you know, where are the IU players? But, you know, hey, I, I guess you can uh, you can give them a pass. I don't even have another country to give you on that one. Yeah, you're going to have to. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pull out, like, Mexico or, you know. you have to have another tournament. So, yeah. <laughs> at least, with, at least with the Louisville guys, I could pull out a, a, a second country, a lower tier country, maybe if you want to call it that. Not, no disrespect yeah. to the Dominicans, but you, you know, have to have a whole another tournament, man. A whole another, a whole another set of rules. But, but um, sorry, IU fans, I'll try. I tried. I did. Man, I mean, IU, you know, they've got a good history, but just not a good, not a good recent history. And as far as I can think back, and I might be wrong, and if someone wants to correct me, they can, but I don't believe Louisville's ever had – now, granted, this is the the World Cup. This isn't the actual Olympics. Right. But uh, I don't think Louisville's ever had a, an Olympian. The only time they would have had one, and you can look over to your uh, – I guess it would be your left right now, that poster by the door, that he would have been on the 80 team. Right. But right. unfortunately, uh, Reagan wasn't really happy with Russia, and they – Jimmy Carter. Well, Jimmy Carter, excuse me, yes. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, Reagan took over right, right after the 80 Olympics. Same thing. Yeah. Well, I thought, <laughs> well, when did Reagan, well, yeah, Reagan would have been November in 1980, so it would have been Jimmy Carter. Yeah, because Olympics in the summertime. Yep, yep you're correct. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Jimmy Carter wouldn't get happy. Uh, of course, he wasn't happy with anybody except building houses for people. But well, so that's not a bad a little, thing. No, not a bad thing. So Louisville didn't get an Olympian in that year, but he would have been. Daryl Griffin is the one, in case you're, people are actually trying to think out who I'm thinking of. That's who would have been on the Olympic team. He was announced to be on the Olympic team. And Denny Crum did coach the Pan Am games at one time. Pan Am games, right? So he coached the Pan Am games. Yeah, Denny Crum's got a a, a pretty good international uh, basketball history. But I can't think of any little. I don't think there's any. No one was on the '84. That I remember. I could be wrong. I can go back and look at the roster, but off the top of my head, I can't think of any little players that played in the actual Olympic rosters. No, nah, I mean that's, that's but that's a tough nut. That's always a tough nut to crack because it depends who the coach is. Well, it was collegians remembering obviously until ninety two. So I mean, yeah. Louis, you would think Louisville maybe had a chance, but yeah, but, I mean, but nah, but still because you know Bobby Knight has got Bobby Knight was a guy for a while in the international thing, and you know is is you know how that goes. It's just you pick and he had Steve Alford in eighty four. So I mean, yeah, I mean that was kind of it was like you know Steve Alford, but I mean. That's just how it goes, man. I mean, if you coach now, it's uh, Shashevsky. You see Kyrie Irving on there, and you know you see guys that you might not think are the best at their position, but they fit that system and that style of play that they want to play. So, and, it, and it's working. It's working. You know, Jerry Colangelo and all those guys. They 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 have a system and it works. And if it's not broken, don't fix it. So you know, hey, that's just how it goes. Um, you know, basketball, basketball was doing doing that thing, but of course, football. Everybody saw the cards last night, but I, I don't want to. I really don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about a missed opportunity. I think, I think it was a missed opportunity. Um, that that uh local local sports people had, which was a a pretty good twist on the game. U of L wide receiver coach Lamar Thomas 
star uh, player, All-American for the University of Miami Hurricanes, won a national championship with Gino Toretta back in the day. He's on the U of L sidelines, of course. You know, t- uh, coaching a vaunted, but uh, I would say injured, debilitated uh, wide receiving core. But they showed out last night, and I think it was a missed opportunity that uh, a story wasn't. It was I didn't I didn't see it. A story wasn't done by anybody or picked up by anybody locally um, about. Lamar Thomas's connection, obvious connection, you know, he's an NFL guy, but also University of Miami guy, obvious connection to this game and, you know, what what uh, what his um, feelings, thoughts were, how he was, you know, preparing for the game, leading up to the game, during the game, after the game. And it just – I think it was a big missed opportunity. So – I mean, some national stories. National stories were made of it. ESPN did it. Some Miami papers did it. Lamar Thomas is quoted in the, the U thirty on thirty, if I'm not mistaken, as well. I think. He oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. He he played prominent in. I mean, those whatever the rivalry for the state, and he, you're, he was you're, a big time player. You and me, Brandon, are about the same age. You're in the same boat as I. When you look at the Louisville assistants coaching staff. And you see Lamar Thomas, and you probably like me about the same age. Remember Lamar Thomas as a player, yeah. You know, it's whether it be you or his little in that short infield stint. You see guys like Terrell Buckley, who I obviously remember clearly right. as a player, Florida State guy, another Florida Tiger. It's it's weird. It's like watching the uh, the flashbacks of like the Tech Mobile rosters to me when I see some <laughs> yeah. of because I feel like I'm, I'm running for Bubby Brister or something to come out there and coach that, that's, quarterback. You know, that's the way the, that's the way the game goes. You know, Lamar Thomas now was an announcer old. for a while. He's a coach. Uh, he made his way up through the ranks. And actually, the reason you mentioned Terrell Buckley, that's a good point. The reason Terrell Buckley is on this uh, coaching staff is because of Lamar Thomas. They're actually best friends. They were rivals in college. Yeah, and they came to time. Went to the league together and uh, formed a friendship. And Terrell, and when Lamar Thomas was hired by Bobby Petrino, he said, look, do you have a uh, DB coach? And Petrino said no. And he said, look, T-Buck is the guy, is your guy. And um, rightfully so. I mean, why you know? Learn, why not learn from one of the best, man? And I hope that I hope that the story gets picked up on, especially leading up to this big Florida State game. You know, later on in the season, that um, Terrell Buckley, this, the Terrell Buckley story gets picked up on. Of course, going against his former team, which is going to be it's, it's expected to be a high scoring affair. And the DBs are going to U of L DBs are going to play a prominent role in stopping the uh, Florida State aerial attack. Real, real quick on a side note, I want to get just get this out before I uh, I forget and I do have short term memory. Louisville has not ever had an Olympi- Olympic member of the teams. Indiana's had numerous. Oh yeah, between the '76 and '84 team, Scott May, Steve Alford. Company. Well, Bobby Knight coached them, so yeah. Well, Scott May, I think, could have. Belonged on the team regardless whether he was coached by him. Yeah, uh, Kentucky has had numerous as well. And this is going all the way back to 1936. So between one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven teams, eleven rosters. Louisville's unfortunately uh, zeroed. But let's again point out that we you can thank Jimmy Carter for again, that. Man. I thank Ed O'Bannon Third for not best. allowing me to play college football video games this year. And, and Louisville fans can thank Jimmy Carter for Louisville missing <laughs> an Olympian. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you see, they've had chances. They've had some stars on the team, but. And it's one of those things like it's 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 just a situation where with it, it depends I think it depends who the coach is. I think it, it, it a lot Maybe of it a little, yeah. depends on the coach. 
Now, a little bit then, maybe more in the well, 80s when Lil Wayne. But now it's, it's it's the NBA and it's it's whether you want to do it or not. Because all the stars well, want to do it once. It and still then depends done. on the coach because you got you have a they have a specific style of play that they that they want to get that they want uh that they that they feel is successful and then obviously is successful. Well, sometimes and, you know, that's example of the Plumley versus Cousins argument. You know, well, whether I don't him. think that's because Cousins that's is clearly right. a better individual player. But Cousins made the team, though he did. But the the, the debate was at the time was when the people were saying was is he really thinking about putting Plumlee on this team? Is it Duke biased? And I played the devil's advocate to it on many shows and said, you know, did not just say the bias, but it's a team fitting thing. You know, Cousins is not as good a defender as Plumlee. That's the only thing he's not better than than Plumlee's defense. And if you're looking at a team full of superstars. You know, maybe it's better to have the guy that it's accept- he's more accepting of his role of being a guy, you know, like Plumlee could be than Cousins would be accepting. Because Cousins used to- I don't even think it's an argument, man. It's not. Plumlee's it, it, not on my team. <laughs> but it fits to <laughs> what your point was about fitting guys that fit the systems that aren't yeah. maybe as talented individually as another guy. And, yeah, you, you're talking about the coach. I mean, but look who the coach is. Substance to coach. So, I mean, it's an obvious connection. Exactly. You know? yeah, so, I, I mean, it depends, it depends who the coach is. You know, if if you got if uh, I don't even know who the coaches uh, coach of. I mean, if you got if you got uh, what's his name, Calipari coaching, then you're gonna have a UK stack. You're trying to think of the nah, Kings coach. I, Cousins <laughs> is definitely the better player. Yeah, he's man. he's, the, he's yeah. like the one, of, one of the best. He's like the best big man in the, in the NBA right now. Top yes. two. That's, 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 that's a, Dwight that's Howard has done, done anything the last couple of years. I mean, what other big man who's a legit seven footer? This is athletic and skilled as DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. But the and point he's was. He's made vast improvements, too. But like Brandon yeah. said, in terms of you see guys, like maybe a Steve Alford in 84, was he the best individual player, of the one of 12 best individual players in 1984? Maybe not, but he was maybe the best shooter. And his skill system? level, exactly. And with Plumlee versus Cousins, Cousins ended up getting it, so it's a, a moot point. But when I traded the opposite side of it when I made this argument, was that Plumlee is a better defender than Cousins. He's not better at anything else. I'll give you that. Nothing else. He's, but he's a solid rebounder and a better defender. And then on a team where you don't need, okay, I'm losing 15 points per game average between the two. Listen, I don't think I'm going to have a problem finding that 15 points with the rest of my roster. It's not about the best individual players sometimes. It's about what makes the best team. And that was my yeah. argument in that case. And it kind of feeds to what you were saying about Alfred and other guys with picking teams, maybe Louisville had a good player that deserved to be on there at the time, and Louisville had several in the early 80s, but they just didn't fit the scheme that Bobby Knight wanted to put out there. No, I talk about the Liberty team, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, well, I, I'm right going, now, the world, the world, world team. team, excuse me. World that, team. I mean, there's no reason why John Wall shouldn't be on this team. Yeah. That's but a, that's a coach uh, cave. No, I'm not going to get to that. Yeah. No, that's the product of just the, the point guard position. No, the that's clearly in NBA Coach K. Right now. That's clearly Coach K. Well, who do you K. take off the team then? What point that's guard are you taking off? That's clearly Coach K. Kyrie Irving is not better than John Wall. He's a no. better shooter, and that's what this team Kyrie needs. I would, I would pick John Wall, Cali, any day of the week. Irving is a better shooter and just as good a defender and passer as as Wall. Kyrie Irving is not. I mean, but here's the. But you know what? We're not playing money ball, right? No, but we're not. We're not. We're not looking at to, to, this guy's to statistically better than this guy. We're looking at who's going to get the job done. John Wall pushes the ball, and in the World he, Cup, that's what they want to see. Yeah, they want to see. It, they want to see gotta that. You got to get back. You got to get up and down. I don't I think. World it, Cup. I, I, I don't. <laughs> World and, and, and really. Well, you say World Cup. I said World Cup, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. It doesn't really but, matter. But they want to see lots of points. They want to see <laughs> yeah. fast breaks and alley-oops, like Anthony Davis caught what, was it yesterday. You see the alley-oop today. he caught? Oh, today, yeah. I you see that? Today. It was yeah. nice. Well, but I heard about it. That's what they want to see when the when the best players from the from the United States play on these type of teams. 
I mean, yeah, they want to see yeah, N one basketball. That's really, what they want to see. You're trying to bash Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's, you're talking. No, hold up, let's, Trevor. Let's, let's, we're not bashing Kyrie Irving. Blonde and a brunette supermodel. They're both hot. But you it's, just made, it's a matter of nah, preference. Nah. Did you guys see what this man's shirt says? Kyrie, Kentucky basketball. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I'm to ignore Kyrie, that. I like your shirt better. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is on the team. Because he's, he's good, got, he, he deserves to be on the team. Coach K. Oh, no, no, no. I, I definitely think Coach no, K is showing like bias. He's showing some dude. He's, yeah, he's showing, some, he's showing some bias. He's hating on Kentucky. No, I disagree. No, you, you, you might di- I mean, we could disagree. Okay, so would you take Steph Curry off the team for John Wall? What's that? Would you take Steph Curry off the team for John Wall? That's not that's, – Steph Curry is not It's not a – it's not – it's not the argument. Obviously, well, you're trying it was to take Kyrie Irving off. and John Wall. It was a decision between Kyrie Irving and John Wall. You don't necessarily know that. It could have been between Curry and, and Wall Come at the on, end. Come on, man. What makes Come Curry on. so much it's more better? Similar, they have similar styles of play. So, it's, I mean, Curry's not even a similar player as John Wall. He's not, they're no, not Curry similar. is more like Irving, which shows you the Who thing. is? Curry and Irving are more similar than Wall is to either one of them. What? Wall's an athletic point guard you who watch, has no outside shot. You watch shot. the league, man? Oh, yeah, watch all the NBA. You watch the NBA? And I can tell Curry's you, Curry's not a similar player. Well, let me ask you if Kylie Irving was that good, they wouldn't have no. went chasing after LeBron. James. And let me ask Steph you, Curry's not even not even good off the I dribble. I say Curry. What yeah. was the, Steph Curry's what not was good the, off the dribble. What Can't was the defense. main problem this Olympic team, last or, uh, team, uh, overseas team had uh, with Murray and with Carmelo and them? What was the biggest Achilles heel this team had when they did lose? What was their biggest Achilles heel? They won the gold. What do you mean? No, no. When they came in, when they they got the bronze a couple years ago. Back what, in the, the world, world team, yes, they didn't what have the best their, players. No, what was their biggest problem? Shooting. I don't. They had problems shooting the ball. They, I think yeah, they didn't have the shot. best players. They that had year. the best so players. If you're telling me they, they had a very good team, what are you talking about? They had some of the best players. They didn't, the best players they played that year. You had Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, talking about the Lord. Steph, Stephon Marbury, and <laughs> no, I'm talking about the team that, that Coach K had that came uh, that back nah, in. There's LeBron on the team. No, LeBron wasn't on the team. There you go. Was Kevin Durant on the team? It had the best Durant players. Durant was in high school at the time. It doesn't matter. If you got the best players, it doesn't matter what your shooting percentage is. You're going to win. You need to You're going to find a way to win. Listen, I'm not saying John Wall didn't deserve to be on the team, but the case it, is. He is did not, the, and you say he's, shooters. He's the Who's the better shooter the than deep, The NBA is the deepest right now as it's ever been at point guard. Who? A little bit to do with the rules. Who is? The NBA is the deepest position right now as point guard in the NBA. By far. Ever? Ever, yes. No. Yes. Come on, Trev. No. You must just start yes. watching Come last on. year. Yeah, I can't get rid of that last year. Nah. You're talking about the depth of the NBA. The depth you of said the ever? NBA? Come on, man. Yes. You got to be kidding me. I mean, we in go the back. 80s, you watch the NBA in the 80s? I mean, even, yes. in, the, even in the 90s, fat, man. Fat Lever? Heck, even in the early, te- even in the early 2000s. Listen, I have nothing against Denver's great Fat Lever. One of the fat best jump shots ever. Michael Ray Richardson? I can tell you his first name is Lafayette Lever, to be honest well, with you. I mean, Chris Jackson? Chris Jackson? Well, first My- of all, Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Abdul-Roof, was, was a one-dimensional player. He wasn't even a real point, point guard. guard. He was a true point guard. He was a scoring point guard. He was not a pass force. The guy averaged less than four in the game. Okay, give me your top. We gonna, we'll just humor, humor you. Give us your top five guards today. Point guards. Point yeah, guards point guard. today. Uh, you look at obviously John Wall. You look at. Uh, so you say John Wall first. first. <laughs> well, no, I'm not putting them in order. Nah, just just give us. Five. I tell you what, let's go, go to five. break and I'll bring you my order when I come back. I promise you. All right, that sounds out good. of bounds, baby. <laughs> you can't hear Trey. Hey, I can't hear either.
Bobby Brown, the greatest. He's he could have been the greatest. How I feel about the haters, man. Yeah, I mean, let me live, man. You know, there's my a prerogative. Why I that, by the way, it's my it's your prerogative, right? My prerogative. Now, Trevor, you kind of young. Give you're us, more you're more used to the Britney fire. Spears. My prerogative yeah. song. Wait a minute, how old do you think <laughs> I am? Britney you Spears. You're a lot younger than us, man. I, first of all, I'm not a lot younger than you. I don't think. I don't. You can give out your age if you want. I'm 34. Yeah, yeah I got you. But about I'm 34. Not younger than me. I'm 34, going on 30. Okay, my uh, 38, bad. But I thought you'd be familiar with the Britney Spears version. I didn't know if you was familiar with the Bobby I, Brown. I'm, for, <laughs> I'm familiar with Britney Spears in, in many ways, but uh, not not <laughs> like ways. that. Not music. Yeah, I heard a kid say, "Well, he remade Britney Spears' song." Yeah, yeah you hear kids say that nowadays. The, the worst thing I ever did was I was in uh, I was working at Lids in the mall back in the many moons ago, thankfully and. Uh, Rick James's Super Freak was playing in the play in the background on, on my uh, on the, the the music stereo, whatever you want to call it, in the store. And the kid walked in. He goes, "Did someone remake MC Hammer?" And I just remember thinking, "Get out of my store! Well, I don't care if you have any hats oh, yeah. you want to buy." Say that. Tre- yeah. All right, Trev- Trevor's top five point guards today in and, the NBA because John before, Wall was number one. So you got before four. we do that, we, when it, we got the inside man coming on uh, a couple minutes, he's going to give us some breaking news. Some breaking NFL news when the Inside Man comes on. But go ahead, go I, ahead. Trevor. I have a good feeling. I think what he's going to break with us, but uh, I'll let him do that as well. Yeah, that's why we got the Inside Man to do it. And second, I didn't put <laughs> go ahead, this Trevor. was in no particular order. It's my prerogative that the NBA <laughs> is the best, uh, best point guard. John Wall is top ten, but I wouldn't put him the best. Top ten or top five? I mean, yeah, we, you said we yeah. got you going to get top five. five. We'll get five. Oh man! Oh, I'll get five. It's argumentative. You don't need. You don't I think need it's ten. that deep. You, you rethought your whole strategy you over this commercial break. No, Trevor. I think the point guard's that deep. If you give me top five in no okay. particular order, uh, Chris Paul is obviously going to be on the top five. Ding! Uh, I would be willing to probably put uh, as an overall point guard, Rajon Rondo in the top five. Okay. Uh, I would probably say Steph uh, Curry in the top five. Uh, I would say Wall probably near the top five as well. That's four. Is that four already? No, it's four. Wow, I'm already up to four. See, this is what I'm talking about. <clears throat> See, it's interesting uh, how Wall went from one to four, the top ten, well, back I, to four, I, to back to the top Tony five. Tony Parker, top Tony five. Parker. Definitely top five. Okay. Uh, okay. Ty Lawson's underrated I, top ten. He's underrated. He's Tony Parker 10. is probably the number one point guard. Yeah, you, you have to give it to him. I look at a young uh, Damian Lillard as well he's, right now. He's Kyle having Kyrie. up and up. He's got he's to have one or two good, more good years. When he wants he's to. He's got to have consistency. When he wants to be Deron Williams. Is a, is a top nah, ten? I think he's out of it. Yeah, I think he's. he's, he's I think he's his done. time has passed. He's done. The point guard position nowadays is so athletic. It's so much more overall in terms of scoring, defense, and passing. It's not like it was in the eighties and even the, the bad nineties that was the NBA. The point guard position is the deepest right now it's been in the NBA, and that's a lot to do with the rule changes of what they now allow teams and players to do with the hand checking. Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas. Listen, Isaiah Thomas is better than anybody today. I'm not going to argue that. But Isaiah That's Thomas two. was getting bumped, was getting hit. He wasn't getting that. Could you imagine Isaiah Thomas with the hand-checking rules that guys like Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving and Curry get today? I, oh, I mean, good Lord, he would put up yeah. 40 on two broken ankles. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He no did doubt. 25 on no one, doubt. and that's no getting doubt. pounded by the no Lakers' doubt. 89 defense. No doubt. But, but, okay, here's my top five real quick. You working on yours, Carlo? Uh, 
Yeah. Are we, it's, I will probably agree. Yeah, we'll probably it's, agree. It's, it's actually a lot similar. I say it was 80s. Nah, nah. I, oh, oh, hold on. Because Trevor said now is the deepest, but I'm going to just give him So if I got eight, one guy I'm going to throw in there, you five. guys aren't going to pick. My 80s Are you going to 80s five. not now? Yeah, because I said that right. 80s, the 80s were better uh, better point guards than um than now. I, th- I would say you got to put, oh, obviously, you got you got started off my favorite player, Magic, Isaiah. Those are two top. Those are the top two. You know, hands down, whatever. Um, you also got I, you got to put Michael Ray Richardson in there before the drug thing. When he was with the Nets. He was cold, man. He gave it to you every night. <clears throat> and, three um, years before he succumbed too much crack. Yeah. Well, yeah. He well, he was using powder. Powder was back. Then. Either he way, was, six yeah, and one half was. dozen. Nah, it's different, man. It's different. Ask when when you get sentenced, ask him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a debate for another day, but go on. So, uh, <laughs> you ever seen the documentary on him, by the way, narrated by Chris Rock? Oh, oh, oh yeah. It was it's one of those things you don't want to laugh at, but you can't help but laugh yeah. when Chris Rock says he he's, bought his mom of the house and then they took it away because he's smoking crack. Yeah, <laughs> he likes saying that. He likes saying that too well. You feel bad for it, but you can't help but laugh when you're Chris Rock. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, that was the story of the 80s, man. Yeah. Up, you know. Um, so you got three right there. You got three. Uh, was, was, was Stockton in the 80s? He yeah, was. He yeah. was 80s. Drafted okay. 1984. Got, yeah, him. Um, yeah, that's he's four. all time of Sicily. That's you can't four. leave him out. Yeah, you got to leave him. You gotta put him in there. Um, who's who's my five? I mean, these guys, these are all stars. He's he's like all deck. This is these are all decade team people. Uh, Zeke, but just magic. Cause, just because you have the two best doesn't mean you have the deepest core. No, you got the three best. You got John Stockton. I mean, one of your guys That's only had two best. years under his belt before he was out of the league for Michael Ray Rich. Yeah. Nah, he's in, in the league more than two years. He's in the league more than two years. Maybe it's a most. He's he only had four or five really years. No, he, he was like an all star every every year almost. Michael Ray Richardson averaged a career seven assists a game, played a total of played a total of six years. Yeah. But after He's probably also like four, three or four years out of those. Three of them, yes. Yeah. 80, 81, and 82. Yeah, he was cold. And so it, that's four. And it never played more than 30 games a, game, a season after that. Well, yeah. I mean, Between the know, Nets and Golden State. I mean, that's, you know, it's the same. It's the Roy Tarpley story. It's all those, you know, whatever. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the cocaine, man. Cocaine's a powerful drug. You might want to put Mark Jackson at list, maybe late 80s. Uh, nah, not no, top he, five. He can't make that. Nah. He can't, he's top 10. He's, he top, he's top 15. I don't know about top 10. Top 15. Maurice yeah, Cheeks. Yeah, I give him that because he backed him down. Maurice Cheeks, you got to, yeah, I would say him. Not put top five so, in the 80s. In the, a, in the 80s? Maurice Cheeks? In the 80s? Top 10. Uh, top 10, yeah. Top 10. Okay, we don't, we don't, we don't went from top world. five to top, top 10. 10. No, no, top do, 10. Uh, top 10. No, and no. another, I, you, you know what? You know people who say, well, be free. I put him in top five. Well, be free. The original uh, well, be free. piece. I'm so confident I walked away with this victory in this so far, this argument. I'm not. I'm not arguing anybody I named is better than Magic Johnson or. Uh, and you didn't even name Isaiah. Did you name Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. yeah it was no a, one's better than Isaiah Stockton and Magic of the group I mentioned. I'm not going to argue that those three are better than everybody I named. But my argument is the the position is deeper. The depth level of talent is deeper now than it was throughout most of the '80s. In the '80s, you had two or you had three or four, maybe five guys. Now, now in the NBA, we've got seven, eight, nine, ten guys that could. But out of those guys, anywhere in the top ten amongst they can't each other, beat these top five. No, I'm not no, giving you that. But that, no, just because the they're SCA better, is the that's best what I'm team saying. Doesn't they're, mean they're, it's the best conference. As an example, well, just because a league has maybe the best team doesn't mean it's always the best conference. No, nah, but I just named you five guys that are better than your five. Uh, it's argumentative a little bit. I, 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 I can argue with the top. top I, I will argue top, Michael Ray Richardson as well as World players. Be Free. Top fifty players of all time. 
Guys, if you can only give me three years out of a decade of ten, I'd have I'd be willing to argue. Well, how many him. years has Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard's only had a year. He's only had one good yeah, year. Yeah, he's at the bottom of my list. And Wallace only had a couple. He can match that with with Michael Ray Richardson. But at least as get, far as we know, he's not getting suspended as well for anything. And well, you know, no, we never know. But, it's true. We never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, nowadays you don't ever know. That's a good point. But, but what still. I would say, what I will also say is that um. Yeah, the guys you named, Chris Paul, he's on. I think he's on the down. Chris Paul's on the down. Well, he's side, also man. in his, his, his close to his thirties by now. Uh, well, I wouldn't say matter? he's. I wouldn't say he's on. The what heat. does it matter? This is a do or die year for him. I say he's. Tw- no, I take that back. He's only twenty eight, which means he has a good six years nah, left down of his side. prime. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, he, I mean, he's gonna, he's going to have to lead his team to to some significant playoff victories this upcoming season. Well, what does that do with an individual player, though? A it guy, does a he, lot. Oh, I disagree. No, I disagree. You I mean, look how long look how long sucks. it took Shaq to win this. He got he got beat by uh, Utah for two four years in a row before he did anything in the playoffs. And I wouldn't. I haven't even thrown. Paul doesn't have a, a, a he doesn't have a signature playoff win yet. And I didn't yeah, even mention gotta, a name like Steve Nash out there who's just about to yeah. retire. I'm looking. Oh, to man, he's garbage. And two more. I'm two sorry, more, man. Two more late eighties. If Steve Nash had played in the eighties when it was physical, he wouldn't last. He two was more, garbage. Two Those more, kind of comments. I think you're Michael Ray Richardson. He was over. He was. A, he was <laughs> two over. More late eighties. Kevin Johnson. Steve Nash overrated. Kevin Johnson. Tim Hardaway. Oh yeah, late Kevin 80s. Johnson. Yeah, late, yeah they were a mix. Late eighties, nineties. Johnson, Johnson eighty-seven. Johnson eighty-seven. So if you're gonna say that, you can also say Gary Payton was technically drafted. No, he was in ninety. He was in ninety. So you can't count him. But he played college in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, he's he, at Oregon State, eighty-eight. He wasn't 89. that great at Oregon State. He's all right. I don't know. I don't think you ever he's watched like, Gary Payton right. play at Oregon State. Man, he was awesome at Oregon State. Oregon State, nobody. Anybody. And another player just retired. And I guess you could call him nineties, or you could call him today. Is Jason Kidd? Uh, the point guard for Navy was awesome. The point, you <laughs> mean he, the center? You mean Dave Robinson? No, no. I said the point guard. The point guard <laughs> for Navy was awesome in the Colonial League. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. But look, let's switch. Hey, Lindsey Hunter was cold at Jackson State. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you, you see that game against yeah, Alabama? Hey, Lindsey Hunter, Lindsey Hunter ball. <laughs> so was Artis Gilmore. I think he had a pretty good career. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Hunter, though, nah, man. <laughs> he played yeah, 14 man, years in the NBA. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't care how much uh, he played. Oh, Artis Gilmore? No, nah, Lindsey Hunter. Artis oh, yeah, Gilmore went cold. to Jackson State, too, though. Yeah, Lindsey Hunter, he had a long career. Situa- no, Artis Gilmore went to Jacksonville. Oh, Jack, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got to give it to him. But look, we got the top five. It's going to be an argument forever, whatever. It's no, it's, you know, I, I, Trevor's got some good ones. We're giving him some stuff, but he's got some good ones. I, Let's switch I this thing. Mike, I'll say I won. Trevor won. <laughs> Trevor won. Let's switch this thing over to football, man. We got we got two big stories. Two big stories in football. Um and and like I said, Inside Man's got some uh, major major news coming up. Um, but we got two big stories in football. Michael Sam, um, he just it was released today. He was picked up, well, planned to be picked up by the Cowboys <laughs> on their practice team, the practice squad. Let's, we got to qualify. Hey, that. good pickup, man. J- Jerry Jones, well, he, yeah, knows, he knows what he's doing. We need depth. We need yeah. depth on you know the what? I, I'll let you get into it, man. I'm, I'm upset about this, though. He never would have made the 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 St. Louis team because he the had Rock- three sacks in the preseason. No man, he performed. I mean, you know, so a lot of people perform. Nobody it he had, didn't perform. I'm saying he had more sacks, I believe, than anybody in preseason. So why'd they cut him? The guy behind him, the undrafted, he got cut. He let an undrafted, an undrafted player, media player, to man. Okay, let me tell you why. This Monday night. 
on Monday Night Raw, no pun intended. <laughs> See my Sam is it's the media attention. Sam's he's gonna be on WWE Raw this Monday. The wrestling, Who, Sam's? yeah, he's gonna be on you wrestling Monday night. I call him Sam. I call him Sam's because of lean on me. Sam's. And first of all, to, so to your pants up. Sam's. That's what Jeff Fisher doesn't like. He doesn't like the media coverage. He doesn't like the media attention. I think. Yeah, he was. Well, he, I think yeah, the owner yeah. pulled the trigger on drafting him Probably. just to to bring some media attention to the team because nobody cares about the Rams. Carl, Fisher said the right things. And that might have been media, but Carlos, keep in mind, don't use stats as your best argument because the Eagles running back Henry Josie led the entire NFL preseason in rushing yards, touchdowns, and carries. He was cut, cleared waivers, and finally got put on the practice squad. Hey, what was, what so, was that? So preseason stats are pretty irrelevant. What was that Ooh. rule? What was that rule in the beginning of this? Yeah, yeah. What was that? It's our man. It's our man. What was that rule that we had at the beginning of this of the when we started this show? If your team hasn't won a Super Bowl, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but nah, man, nah. The Ram, and, and to be fair, the Rams cut the 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 uh, five cuts were made. Well, five of the cuts that were made by the Rams were their last five draft picks. So it, either they didn't draft very well in the later rounds, or they have a deeper team than they did last year. So I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think the homosexual thing played any part of it. I think the media attention played part of it. Media That's what, attention. yeah, the media probably, attention. Probably. Jeff Fisher, he didn't, he didn't like probably. it with Vince Young. He didn't want Vince Young on the team. He brought too much media attention for one player. Right. I, you know, Jeff Fisher is one of those guys, man. Old he does, guy. he does, yeah, he doesn't like the the eye and team type of guy. Oh yeah, he doesn't like that. Fisher's never won a Super Bowl either. He got close. The miracle. Nashville Miracle or Miracle in Nashville, whatever it's called. They got him. The Music City <laughs> Music Miracle. Music City Miracle, They yeah. got him to it, but, I mean, that, that was, was a wild that last game. play with Kevin Dyson wasn't even close, man. Talking, You know what I'm talking he about? He was two yards short he from, uh, from a Super Bowl. You know what yeah, I hate is when people go, he was. They would have tied it. They would have tied the game. I hate when people say it would cost him. They would have won the game if he's two yards. No, they would have tied they it. They would have tied made. the game. And that's if they if got the extra point. Let's be honest. Yeah. I've seen crazier things happen. And it wasn't even close. Yeah, he wasn't even near. Yeah. <laughs> His knee was down <laughs> at like the three. It wasn't yeah. even close. Even man. if he had crossed the plane with the ball, there would have been a re- if there was a review at the time. Which I can't remember if they had reversal or not. They would have shown his knee went down before the ball crossed the plane. I mean, if that. Yeah, it wasn't even close. But check it. If you want to get in on this conversation, give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line 502-384-1450. 502-384-1450. If you think uh, if you've got an opinion on this Michael Sam thing, I don't know if any St. Louis Rams fans are out there or any Cowboys fans are out there. Um, give us a shout. 384-1450-502 Oxmoor Full Lincoln Buzzline. But look, the other story that we'll talk about is gonna be um the NFL NFL stance on domestic violence. People have said, you know, people know um the first offense will get you six games, the second offense will get you banned for a year. Unless there are mitigating circumstances. Like, Life. What, what are mitigating circumstances? Second fence is life. I thought it was a year. You get you can re you can reapply in yeah. a year. Well, probably but you're be a, technically it'll banned probably for life. be a year. You know. My question to you, Brandon. I don't see. I don't think I. I don't see how you can say ban that. Do it. I don't think that's constitutional. Well, that was the question I had in this whole thing, and I debated this with my producer for over like two days worth of shows. And here's a lawyer. I'll ask you this: What constitutes an offense? Is it being yeah. accused? Is it being found guilty? Yeah. Because this comes about as more of a PR move to me as the, as the backlash of Ray Rice. Well, and, and and by this statement, and it is by guilty. You're, if you're found guilty by court law, then you get six games. Then well, Ray Rice was found innocent. The charges were dropped. Two games is probably maybe what he deserved by the eyes of this original ruling. Well, we're going to find out. Ray McDonald just whooped his fiance. Yeah. So 
It'd be sound gonna, guilty though. I mean, well, we're, gonna, I mean, we're gonna find out. I mean, you know, I guess yeah. I mean, in true form, Roger Goodell looks like well, he doesn't always wait till you get found guilty because no, he doesn't. Ray Rice really wasn't found guilty. Yeah, charges were dropped and he already yeah. given them two games. Yeah. So and then and then but he waited, but he did wait until Ursay was pled it's something conduct, today. That's that's your to the team. Did you see that with Ursay? Five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, fine. Was, that was like six games. Six games. He can watch the game from a sky across the street. Why, he just, doesn't. Yeah. He, I don't disagree <laughs> with uh, who somebody said. What about six game checks? That's like seventeen million bucks. Depending on who you are, I mean, I'm well, assuming you don't get paid for the bucks, six right? games. The huh? I don't think well, he can't. And he can't. Yeah. He can't use social media. He can't have any contact. I mean, what, whatever team, owner uh, does that. Whatever. Whatever owner does social media anyway. Ursay does social. Oh, Ursay exactly. does big time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no other so, owner. You don't see Jerry Jones on there. You don't see other owners doing that. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, other people are putting it on there. Right. But, this, yeah. this whole new rule is a. It's a. I, it I think a it's a slap on the wrist. I think it's a PR move only, just to, to save face for the Ray Rice, and it will only become up to be significant. And this Ray McDonald, the newest case, will be an interesting one. Because as soon as he does give a six-game offense, listed as your first offense, because the second offense means lifetime. So one offense is six games is not even the the, the hit of the iceberg. Knowing the next, next offense is a lifetime ban, and without being found guilty, that's when the players' association jumps in, and play, that's when it's going to get messy. Well, Roger Goodell is the he's the he he he's, he hands down the uh, punishment, and he sits on a board of appeals. He sits on the appeal. I mean, he's the judge, jury, and the executioner. Slap on the wrist. I mean, I mean he had 500000 in cash when he got pulled about, over. You're talking about good, uh, um, yeah, Ursa. Ursa, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, 30, yeah. I think I had 30000 I mean, Same thing. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean, well, are you, are you surprised? I mean, they never even went into detail on whether prescription pills he had in uh, right. bottles or were they in bags. I mean, it's a lot of detail that's been left out of this and whole he, investigation. Entire Ursa family's nuts. He played nuts. to a misdemeanor too. His he daddy was bad. nuts. He's nuts. The whole family's nuts. And the only no reason they're any good is they fall. They fell ass backwards in the two quarterbacks. And Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. They were good at some, man. Outside of falling some. lucky into those guys, the Colts organization's been a laughing stock since Ursa's have owned them. Ah, including not, the, including the John Baltimore. Elway debacle. Not when in Baltimore though. No, when he, they bought him, he bought him late, late, in, like after they'd won their Super Bowl. I think they bought him after. Yeah, that. but they, I mean, they still, you know, it, had, it was a big tradition in Baltimore. Yeah, they, and, they then he, and, and then he and then kind of pooped on it, gave Elway to the Broncos, and they moved him on the Mayflower well, in the middle come. of the night to the Colts. Elway wouldn't come. But that was kind of, the, again, another example of my start of the Ursay craziness. And that was Jim Ursay's dad, actually. That wasn't even the one that's right now. Yeah. That was his father. Bob, Bob Ursay. Yeah. As I said, the uh, the crazy apple doesn't fall far from the tree in the Ursay family to me. You know, hey, the Super Bowl cures all, man. Oh, uh, he got that one ring, so I guess I can't talk. Because they got a ring, so he can... He can run a, fall, a Walgreens pharmacy out of his trunk <laughs> because he's got a ring. But yeah, since, Jeff, I, since Eagles Lurie, don't have a ring, I can't say anything. Jeffrey Lurie can't jaywalk, man. Yeah, but he's made great movies, I guess, including the garbage pill kicker <laughs> from uh, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, Dance. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, that made up for the su- no, no Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that and Mark Wahlberg's Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Mark, uh, or the guy he played? Yeah. Vince, Pas- Vince Papali. 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 Yeah. We got the inside man on? We do got the inside of the man on. Inside man, what's up, baby? We, we've been waiting with bated breath anticipation Yo, about the news. What's happening, man? How's your, how's your Labor Day weekend? What's cool? Man, great, great, man. Great. Had a good time. Hung out with the family. Threw some steaks on the grill. Beautiful weather, you know. Hey, great, great, man. How are y'all doing today? Going, doing good, man. Doing good, brother. What's going on, man? Glad to have you on inside, man. Yeah, good. Good to be on, man. You know. 
been sitting here, man. And I don't know if y'all heard the breaking news, man. Big news coming out of Denver, man. Y'all heard about it? No, nah, what is it? What is man, it? They legalized weed out there? Oh, no. West Welker. They're shipping it in the mail? Down there where y'all at? At the Kentucky Derby. What? What happened? Nothing got a song. We got that Molly song. We got that Molly song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. West. I got Molly. I got White. <laughs> hey, that's what that's Gil's song. That's crazy, man. There's a reason why West Point you know, was he, making he, it rain with his winnings. We that's now, why he was we getting that money yeah. all away. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why he's got so many concussions, man. Taking yeah, he's popping Molly's. It makes sense now. He's popping Molly's at the Derby. Yeah, man. Supposedly dead spin. Yeah, 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 says that. They say he took some Molly. Say he took some Molly at the Kentucky Derby that was cut with. <laughs> Amphetamines or something, man. You oh, know, man. and it, you know, they say it happened a while back. I guess they kept it on hush in Denver, wow. and he appealed it about two weeks ago. Oh, so he's like he's like smoking and Hector. That it got denied. Came out that the appeal, the appeal got denied, and you know, hey, he got suspended four games, man. The same thing. They say wow. it was kind of like the same thing that happened with Kendricks from um the Cowboys. But oh, I can yeah. remember at the Kentucky Derby, he, he went to the Kentucky Derby with, with Tom Brady. You remember all the. Pictures that were flashing on the internet with him and Brady dressed up like somebody at the Derby. Brady might have been on that Molly too. Get Brady a test. <laughs> the official report is that he's giving all money. The official report by ESPN and the NFL is he suspended four games for amphetamines. But an article by Deadspin, which Deadspin's usually pretty good on, is said that he was supposedly yeah, amphetamines that was laced with Molly that he supposedly took at the Derby. And currently, right now, nationally trending in order: Kentucky Derby, Wes Welker, Molly. Wow. Exactly. Heard it first here, baby. I'm out of bounds. Out of bounds. Welcome, man. man. The inside man bringing it to us live and direct. I'm going to tell you this. New England is the so biggest you know winner of this Walker, whole thing. West Walker stepped out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds down in Kentucky. He stepped out of Think bounds. he blames his uh, concussion. He didn't know better. He was uh, he was having a an unlucid moment from a concussion, man. and that's why he took Molly at the derby. The Josh Gordon defense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you if – you, Hey man, hey, did you know that did you see the story on, that he was giving all that money away? Uh he won a bunch of money down here, man. Well, he I think yeah. he, he won it. Yeah, he did. Well, he, he won didn't a bunch win of it. money, you know. And he, he got pictures he all over the internet. Away. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. He got man. pictures all over the internet with him and Brady, you know. But hey, so, I'm I, I hate to bring Brady in it, you know, but my thing is birds of a feather me to do what? Block the game. Hey, Keith Frazier, let me ask you this. What does this mean for the Denver Broncos and their receiving core? Already already losing Eric Decker to the Jets. Their host receiving core is depleted well, compared know, to last you year. You know, I, I look at it like this here. I don't think it'll be a big hit to them with them bringing on Emmanuel Sanders from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, they drafted the rookie, Cody Latimer, who they're they looking for him to get, get even a bigger role. Then you got Julius Thomas. Good tight end. His role probably going to be expanded. So I don't think they're going to lose too much with it. You know, since they brought on Emmanuel Sanders and they drafted that rookie. And, you, you know, you can use Julius Summers like a tight end or wide receiver. So, you know, it may be a big loss for us possession-wise. He's a good possession receiver. But as far as production, now that you have those guys on the team, I don't think it's going to really um, hurt them that much. I think they, they still keep on clicking, man. As long as you got the general quarterback, they manage. Hey, uh... Uh, uh, inside man, look, man, I, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you this. How is is the state of South Carolina in mourning today after those two debacles? Well, nah, you know, hey, you know, it's you know what, it's it's not a race, it's a marathon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, te- hey, technically, a marathon, a marathon is a you race. Know, South Carolina got, 
You mean? Hey, South Carolina got it, got it handed to him. Clifford got it handed to him. Hey, yeah. we'll be all right, man. Guess what? Guess what, though? We play Louisville this year. So we'll see. <laughs> you know, Louisville looked good the other night. They did look good. They looked good night. the other night. They looked real good. They looked good the other night. You hey, know, the Braves. Hey, the Braves. I'm, hey, I'm gonna have to take a trip down to Louisville. Let's do it. I'm gonna have to take a trip down to Louisville to see that Florida State and Louisville game, man. Hey, we got plenty of Molly, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh man. What, what about the, what about the Braves, man? What, Philadelphia put that no no on you. Four people, four pitchers. Put a no. Uh, Has that uh, ever man. happened? A four uh, pitch, man. a four pitcher no baseball. hitter. It, it's happened, but not for the hey, Phillies. They throwing no hitters now like it's nothing, man. So, <laughs> hey, so what? My yeah. brain's got a no hitter pitched on. We'll be fine. We'll be yeah. fine. Okay. So what's going on, hey man? Big news for Michael Fan. I know y'all are talking about that, man. How you feel about Michael Fan joining the Cowboys, B-O? <laughs> <laughs> it's a practice squad, man. Practice. It's practice. I mean, your defense. I mean, but you know what? Oh, y'all. But you, you think about it. That's the big. I mean, y'all had yeah. what the 31st ranked defense we in the league last year. Losing to Marcus Ware. We need to make the team. Yeah, yeah. I need somebody on that we need to give a defensive spark. Y'all, y'all weak on defense going, right now. He's not on the 53 man roster. But he will we be. Need, we need the depth. But yeah, because potential. Injury. I mean, yeah, y'all need the depth. Yeah, yeah we need the depth. That's you all. know what? Though, if he would have been in training camp, he probably would have been on the 53 man roster. He he went the whole training camp with him. He probably would have been on the 53 man roster. But I'm happy for Michael Sam, man. He had a he had a good year. He had a good um summer, man, for the, you know, for, for the um, practicing. You know, he could have made the practice squad. Everybody saw St. Louis going to sign him, hometown kid from Missouri. Evidently, they didn't. But, you know, I look at it like this here. You know, I wonder who's to blame. I don't know if it's – I think it's ESPN, man. All the publicity that it got. If it was anybody else, they probably would have made the team. That's what Carlos you know, was they saying. Took his, you know, they took his sexuality and they made a big deal out of it, man. But, so, I mean, hey, it's, it's a deal, though. Football right, Thursday night. Thursday night? What's up? Hey, hey, but here's the deal, though. Thursday night? <laughs> here's, I mean, what, what, the guy, I mean, the defensive line for the Rams is stacked, man. And then plus. You're he, right. They, they You're cut, right. they cut the Rams cut. The last, the last five picks that they made in the draft, they all got cut. They're going to be regretting this in the middle of the season. They're going to get, they're going to have some injuries. Well, Watch. He, he got, he got, he got, um, he got beat out by, he got beat out by a free, an undrafted free agent. Or undrafted rookie. Yeah, but you know, man, you know, no, and I understand that, but you know, in his situation, all the news yeah. about him coming out, yeah. they had a lot to do with it. You know, what a lot you of say teams don't want that publicity. Oh, I mean, out. I mean, you got he goes to the Cowboys. You I mean, talking about coming out of like this Jerry Jones got on them quick. Hey, inside man, you talking about coming out of college? Oh, coming out, out of college. Oh, oh, coming out like Diana Ross. No, coming yeah, out. We're gonna play that coming going out. to the break. Coming out, not coming out of coming college. Out. Well, you know, you know former <laughs> former Louisville center Eric Wood had a good point where he talked about, you know, it not Michael Ooh. Sam maybe shouldn't be to blame Who? for the, the publicity. You can look at if you want to blame anybody, blame ESPN. They're the ones that half the time blew this out of proportion. Well, Michael Sam, according to a lot of reports in St. Louis, he kept his head down. He did not make, you know, he he, he looked kept at his it, head down. Kept his head down, yes, okay. and and didn't make it. He wasn't trying to do any publicity. I mean, they were running a story like "Who's taking showers with Michael yeah. Sam?" ESPN's the one who's that kind of made this more showers? of a bigger deal than really it should be. With Michael Sam, yeah. Why you yeah, was taking you know, a shower? Like we're not hey, Yankee, we get Michael Ray Richardson <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So hey, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy thing, for him. Man. I'm glad. I'm glad he's in the pants. You know. But, um, hey. <laughs> One more chance. I mean, so who's, the, the, who's the Cowboys. That, team, who's your surprise team in college football this weekend? Who did y'all think surprised some people in college football? And I want to get Trevor big up. <laughs> 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 
motherfucker was serious, man. Navy, yeah, I'm Navy took Navy, Navy Ohio State. Dude, hey, we was dude, talking. Dude. Hey, weren't for that last second yeah. touchdown, I'd have got paid. <laughs> Damn you, Ohio State, Mister Turning it in for no reason. Like, like you needed to score with two minutes left. Come on, I, I need air conditioning in my hey, car Trev, more than about, that touchdown. I thought about something. I was watching the game. I was like, my man Trevor called that on the out of bounds. So I was gonna give you all the credit for it before we had the end <laughs> the mothers, the mothership. Hey, it's on. Damn ESPN, they take everything yeah. from me. Hey, it's a big surprise. I don't I know. know where. I'm, I'm excited about the football season, man. Yeah. I'm excited about the football season. I think I might take off Thursday. Let's everybody take off Thursday. Yeah, I think we will take off Thursday. I'm going to be a real. It'll be a real short week. <laughs> a real short week. Who who plays oh, Thursday man. anyway? Yeah. Packers, Seahawks. Packers and the Seahawks. Huh? Isn't it? Oh is, man, is Julius, Julius Peppers. Let's call it. Let's call it. Who you got? Who you got, B-Law? Man, give me the Packers, man. I say the Packers. I think I think St. Louis. What about you? Seattle what about still you? on the uh, Super Yeah, I got to go with Aaron Rodgers myself, man. I'm going with the Packs. The Packs are coming back oh, Aaron, this year to attack. Who's Trevor got? I'm going Packers as well with an upset Who's in this week one. Who you got? Inside? I'm going with the Seahawks. All I'm right. going with the Seahawks, baby. The 12th man will prevail. I'm going with the Seahawks. Hey, we got to take this break. We'll be right back with more Inside Man and more Out of Bounds. Hey man, we got we had to we had to give Wes Welker his due. We had to do it because it wouldn't have been right. Hannah Montana, I got Molly, I got White. <laughs> That's I mean, you know, uh, what else can in, in you do? In 40 seconds, I heard about 17 Miley Cyrus references <laughs> yeah. in that loop. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. From torquing to, to oh, white yeah. to Hannah Montana. I mean, you can't get a bigger reference than that than saying the daughter of Billy Ray. Right. Was New England <laughs> owned to something? They said, hey, man, we're getting rid of West Welker. He has uh, concussions and maybe drug problems. Maybe they knew something. Maybe. I mean. Maybe that's know. why they didn't want to invest. Look, they invested all this money, and he might not even play this year. They were trying to break him and Tom yeah. Brady up. They're trying, to, they're, they're trying to make him. He should really retire with they, as many con- uh, concussions he's had. Well, it uh, looks like Tom Brady might be the next one with a concussion. They got rid of Logan Mank- Mankins. Man. The, the line is like, I don't know. Look, I ran into Deion Branch last night at the game. Name dropper. And uh, <laughs> if he he's, could, a, he's a friend you know, of the show. I'm saying, if he could be Deion a Super Branch Bowl MVP, man, I can, I, can, I can still never believe how short he is in person. Oh, yeah. But if he could be a superstar on the New England Patriots, any receiver can. Not saying, I'm just saying Brady makes any, like a lot of different receivers very good. I like Deion until he took the MVP of the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Then he became the most hated Louisville fan. My my most hated slash favorite Louisville player. Yeah, if he went for his dreads like you, man, he'd be, I'm like, man, this dude's really short, but he, hey, he's not short on the field. But I mean, a lot of those guys, man, like, uh, who's the other guy? The the one that's announced. Oh, your boy was at the game last night. Desmond Howard. Your homie on the sideline. Scott. Kerry Rhodes. Scott O'Hulahan. Oh yeah, Michael Sam's buddy. Yeah, did you see did you see those pictures of him? 
He's got like some. Little I was about to name the third player that was there, but right after the Michael Sam reference, I feel like I shouldn't say that the other player was William Gay was there too. William Gay, yeah, he was also there. Yeah, I saw Luke. The timing was really bad on that one. What's the dude's name? Luke Hancock. I saw him. I have to tell you a story after Luke, the break, Luke man, about Hancock. that about the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're going, go. Well, might before we go into further, I like to say this is a Luke. paid program. The, the thoughts and views of Brandon Lawrence <laughs> do not reflect the thoughts and views of fourteen fifty. That's his name. And Louisville Media, Ryan Media. Nah, the Thank only you. reason I said it is because Luke Hancock was taking pictures with like everybody. Everybody had a picture. I'm like, why is this guy taking pictures with everybody? He was taking pictures of everybody with that finger with the with the with the three thing. Is he that holds it up? Yeah, to, yeah. Did he um? Did he patent that or trademark well, that? Well, technically, it was started by Mo Williams back in 2006 with the okay. Cavs. That's who originally started. No, so don't give me that little look where you're going to start to come at me. Kentucky started it. Oh they yeah, didn't. Uh, they I, nobody even said that. That's the look you oh, were giving man. me. No one saw this but me and Carla. You Inside were man, me look. Inside <laughs> man. It's not even basketball season. What's going on? What's and going on? It's not even basketball season, and they're hating on the cats. I can't. Hey, I, hey, I don't understand. It is what it is. I, it's, it's like I don't understand it. It's like, you know, it's like hating on the Tar Heels or something. Well, that's I easy. I don't understand. All you got to do is to tell them to read a book, and that's hating on the Tar Heels. Oh, <laughs> it's not, man. You're going to take that? You're going to take that? Wow. Wow. Hey, 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 that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. It's cold-blooded, man. That's cold. That's cold-blooded. Hey, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather circled that dollar amount on that check and said, Read this. Yeah, and then Fifty Cent. I like his response. I bet you seven fifty. You can't read a chapter out of Harry Potter. <laughs> nah, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta defend. I got. I have to defend Floyd Mayweather. It's plenty of illiterate people out there. He can read, but just not as well as a six-year-old. Well, I don't know. I never. You know, he he didn't. Man, he didn't can't read. <laughs> he can't he read. read. No, he can't. But it, I mean, he, he, he can't read. There's no reason why a grown man should take 30 minutes to read a page. The next fight I want to see him it's, in is he's against a boxer, my, man. The next fight I'm paying to see Floyd Mayweather is not against a name guy. It's nah. against uh, Green Eggs and Ham. That's the fight I want to <laughs> he's see. He's a boxer, it's man. Mayweather versus Doctor. Now, what Seuss. boxer can read? <laughs> what boxer can read? Muhammad Ali could read. He was very, uh, very nah, he can't read. He was pretty good with his words. He could talk. Well, no, he was well, good. He, uh, we never heard him talk. I don't know if you guys you know. Larry we Holmes. Him, we never heard him read. Larry Holmes didn't learn how to read until he was almost 40 years old. He talks, he's, he's openly open about that and his yeah. whole struggle to reading. He couldn't read, period. Really? He signed his first contract with Don King. He couldn't read it. He didn't know wow. what he was signing. signing. So he didn't learn that's to read until he was like 41. That's not a good thing for Don King to have. But you know what? He's one of the most successful businessmen <laughs> you know what? outside of boxing right now. You he's know very successful. Yeah. And Floyd's successful. You know what, Carlo? Yes, sir. He may can't read, but I know one thing he can do. What? He can count that money. He knows calculus, <laughs> don't he? <laughs> he can count that money. Hey, he can count that money. I bet you right. He can count that money. He's getting. I bet he's got to read some things too because he bet a lot. You know? Oh yeah, he bet. Oh yeah, he bets a lot. He bets a lot, but you know, hey man. Hey, I mean, you know, if you can't read, hey, before can't I get read, out of here, I'm gonna give you my upset pick of the week. Give it to us. Upset pick of the week, coming from the inside man on out of bounds. The Dallas Cowboys over the San Francisco 49ers. You heard it here first. Y'all Cowboy, take it easy, man. 
<laughs> Michael Sams, who's going to be on okay. Raw this Monday, who left the Rams. It's not an upset. <laughs> he's going to be on the Cowboys. He might play that game, right? Nah, man. He's not going to get in? The, he's on the practice, practice squad. squad. You don't think he'll squeak practice, in there? Practice, huh? You don't think he'll squeak in there? He can't squeak, can't squeak in, in there on might, the first game? He might squeak, but he's not going <laughs> to squeak on the team. He'd be better off, actually, not make If he's going to be on the practice squad at his rate, and I know some friends of mine that I got a guy I went to high school with that's played in the NFL, you only get two practice squads. So you don't want to just be on there for one week and get called up and then get sent back because that kind of that hurt that affects you. Did you see the Cowboys defense last year? They need him now. Nah, Your secondary man. stinks. The guy's not that Your good. Your defensive man. line sucked. It was the worst defense you've had and it's like, the worst defense I've ever seen the Cowboys have in my life. He was my a lifetime. Seventh to the last pick. I'm just saying the defense you had last year was terrible. And we were still better than the Giants. Nah, defense. Man. Yeah, we were. But I mean, you know, look, man. It's like being I don't the even, skittiest kid at fat camp, but okay. It's not, it's not going to be a. It's not even going to be an issue, man. He's not going to, you know, he's he's not going to do anything. I don't think he's an NFL caliber player. Doesn't matter. Philadelphia's going to win the division anyway, so you guys are just grass. Philadelphia. Frogs. You got you guys. Are just I don't know, man. The division is up for grabs. It's, it's everybody, everybody's healthy this year. People, are, you know, Redskins are better, healthy. Philly's healthy. Um, I don't know. But Giants, it's like, you know, they historically they'll have two bad years and win win the Super Bowl. Um, so this NFC East is gonna be a tough division. A tough division this year. It will be. Redskins are gonna be better this team, especially healthy. I like yeah. Jay Gruden as a coach. They'll be better and improved, especially if Griffin can stay healthy. Even if he doesn't, cousins is shown he can maybe be a, a viable backup and a guy that can fill in for a few games. Uh, the Cowboys might be the worst, not to just to hate on your Cowboys, but the defense is the yeah. big issue. It didn't improve. Adding Michael Sam doesn't make it any and make it suddenly a Pro Bowl defense. If anything, it might help, but doesn't make your defense any better. You still got a lot of holes, and then you have the whole Tony Romo of all the quarterbacks. I mean, Eli Manning may have had a bad year last year, and Griffin may have been hurt. Nick Foles only has one year under his belt, but Tony Romo may have the biggest, the most shakiness in terms of the uh, questionable whether he can. Put his, it up and be the man. His health, his health might be an issue. That's not that's not a good thing either. Nah, I mean, once your back goes, traditionally that's pretty much it. It, it took it took it took us uh, Larry Bird from us way too early as well as an NBA it was back injuries. Hey, hey, play that Michael Jackson. Gone too soon, <laughs> Larry Bird. Oh man, wait, look, that's I, hey man, look. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head when I think of Larry Bird. Yeah. Larry Bird. That's it. I feel like I feel like we're on um what's that show? Uh Coming to America in the barbershop. And they said, <laughs> Rocky Marciano. Why every time you talk about boxing, you gotta bring up Rocky Marciano? <laughs> he, he beat him, did he? He beat, he, he beat, he beat Joe yeah. Lewis. He showed it. <laughs> hey man, Joe Lewis was forty-seven years old. He <laughs> no, he was. He man. said he was a hundred. That's, he was, what, he, that's he was what they old, said. Man. Joe Lewis was one hundred forty-seven years old. He was old. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna call him Clay. Every, everybody Lewis. that Rocky Marciano fought, the head of name was old at the time. That is true. That's true. Michael uh, Rocky Marciano, he was. Yeah, he, he fought everybody out of there. Archie fight. Moore was washed up. Yeah. Uh, Shouldn't even yeah. been fighting, man. Yeah, it was, yeah. Shouldn't even been fighting. You can say that about a lot of boxers. I mean, how many boxers went past them? Even Muhammad Ali, or is the, the, the I mean, his the, last two the, fights the don't count. Shop Cassius Clay. You know, what uh, well, you got lost to Kid Norton Senior and Trevor Burbick, wasn't it? I think Who? Trevor Burbick was his last fight. He lost. He lost Who? to Larry Holmes and Trevor Burbick. Oh, uh, Muhammad and, Ali. And he was, Six years he ago. was done. Yeah. But other than that, he aven- he's the only boxer that he avenged, uh, he avenged yeah. all five of his losses. Well, all three of his losses, except for the last two. 
But it's an example of boxers Burbank, uh, Larry that go Holmes. way too past their prime more than I think. Maybe not. Well, I'm not saying a lot of sports don't have it, but a lot of boxers do, and it's, I think it sticks out more because it's an individual sport. Yeah, and it's when you when you uh oh uh, when you when yeah I mean when when you yeah when you go past your prime, it's a money thing and it's a bunch of stuff. I mean, has a boxer Everybody ever left it. on the top? I mean, just walked away on top like a Jim Brown style. I mean, Carlo, I'm kind of Lennox like Lewis. Okay, well, walked got, away, retired with the belt. But wasn't he, wasn't he avoiding the the Russian twins? He beat, no, he beat, oh, he no, beat them. No, man. I mean, he, he man, beat. Look, come with, on, man. Vitaly Klitschko. I didn't watch much Lewis because his fights were about as about as entertaining as paint drying. I, well, I, I like that one fight. Who did Rockman? When Rockman knocked, well, yeah, Rockman like knocked him out. He came back and avenged that loss. Everybody, it's six foot eight away from him all day. Yeah, Lennox Lewis. He walked away with the sound mind. Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, that's yeah. the last guy. Yeah, there's one you give it to him. there's one in a century worth of sport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, hey, that's how it goes, man. I mean, yeah, the Clis that's the old Prince the only, Ahmed, remember Prince Ahmed? I don't even remember them. No. Remember I, him? I remember him. He only had one loss against Costa Zoo. He that walked away. me asking me for money one time. <laughs> <laughs> you got a million dollars in my yeah. offshore account in yeah. the Congo. That's, pr- that's Prince Ahmed. That's Prince Hakeem. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> that's Prince Hakeem from Zamunda. Zamunda. <laughs> I need to wear my. I've got a. I need to wear my coming to America shirts. I've got in here one day for you guys. I've got the. Uh, I've got a Randy Jackson. Got Randy Watson down home. Randy Watson. Uh, Randy Watson '88 World Tour, and I've got a Soul Glow T-shirt. I need to. I need to wear one of them in here for you guys. That's classic, man. Oh, I love them. They're my two of my favorite shirts. Classic stuff, man. But I mean, look. Um. What? Okay. So it's it's. I mean, it really wasn't a consensus on this. Uh, it's a consensus on the Ursay uh, thing that. He didn't get his punishment was weak, and um, it's no big deal. But as far as the Michael Sam thing, can he play in the NFL? Is he an NFL caliber player? You say he is, Carlo, because he got three sacks in the preseason. Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> three sacks. I mean, what? come on. That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he was a fa- – <laughs> hey. He, w- he said it's so kind. What, what is the preseason <laughs> for? It's to see what your rookies can do and the free agents that you put on. It's, what, it's to evaluate talent Talent right. that's not starting. That's the goal of the preseason. To look at the guys who aren't starting to see what they can bring to the team, who you're going to keep. Okay. I think he proved it. He that he could play on this level. So he should have made the ring. Yeah, he should have made the ring. I think it was just it was it was politics, man. Politics. Media coverage. I mean, Sam's, the Rams. There's too many too many oh. metaphors they could use with that. Say, hey, but I got hold up. I, it's another thing. I just thought of this. I dare to ask. What if Michael <laughs> what what if Michael Sams beats his boyfriend? Does that count? Technically, is yeah. it just domestic? Is no. it domestic violence? Period. Actually, or? I'm glad you brought that up because if you actually read the rule that it's because it goes under the code of conduct, right. and according to code of conduct, most people are calling this a domestic violence. But if you actually read the press release and the actual rule, it is goes under code of conduct and abuse. So if not only whether it be his boyfriend or not, but say you play football, you play professional football, and you beat me up in a bar, you know, just we get in a fight. That counts. That would, Charles Barkley. That would fall under the same here. ruling as this, what's being called a domestic abuse rule. It's actually assault in general, whether it be wow. domestic abuse or not. So, yes, we talking whether about, it's his boyfriend or not, if he beats up another guy, wow. that would uh, be technically he could be subject to So what if his boyfriend beats him up? Style. He got, he got <laughs> if his boyfriend beats style. him up, what, kind, what type of movement would it be? That would be the Cowboys <laughs> probably releasing him because they don't want a defensive end. They got yeah, now that would be, yeah, because yeah, if like. But, what's his boyfriend's name, Rico? <laughs> They uh, went Tiger Woods style. Gino, what's his name? I don't know. It's like so, it's like Gino or Rico or something. I, yeah, Rico Suave. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I, mean, I, I don't. I didn't really get into all that. I'm sorry. I, mean, I watched his lifetime. His little documentary. Oh. Uh, the brief documentary they did on the ESPY. So you know. Oh, you probably like the only guy that knows his boyfriend. Come on, man. I, I got it wrong. 
Uh, it's not <laughs> so on purpose. He got it on purpose. It's gonna debut after this uh, unauthorized Saved by the Bell two in a couple of weeks. Starring, uh, I heard that Valley was weak. Bertinelli is uh, Michael Sam. Who was the, Who was the NFL guy on Saved by the Bell? Uh, the NFL guy on Saved by the Bell. Mario Golic, Lopez. Golic. It was Golic's oh, brother. Oh, Golic's brother. He was on the college Gold, years. Gold, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Golic. Mike, Mike Golic's older, the older com- brother. Listen, the yeah. same by the book, college years is like the Commodores without Lionel Richie, okay? No one gives it any credit. We don't look at it like that. That's what we look at is the Commodores <laughs> the without Commodores. Lionel Richie. That's what wow. the college years are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had one hit. Uh, they, talked, <laughs> they had one hit. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, so the college years had they Mike sang Golic. about Marvin so Gaye or something. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, and, and what's the consensus on this uh, this NFL domestic violence thing because the way I mean it's, it's, Trevor says it's all PR which it probably is but they, I guess Goodell got in a room full of women because it was it's these women that are the leaders of some organization like now or something like that so we got in a room full of women and said okay six games what a lifetime ban a year ban or whatever mitigating circumstances and that and now since Ray McDonald beat his girlfriend up or fiance, everybody's fiance. That now it's like they're saying, "Okay, let's see what happens now." You get you banned for a year it? for a dog fighting, but you get well, six games for beating up your girl. The problem is, it's non-football people. Is it because but, women women watch a lot of football? Well, women watching more football whether it be now. Women or not, it's non-football people, and the, and the problem is, is they're seeing Ray Rice get two games and Josh Gore get in a year. And that's the that's the thing that's irritating. Well, he's a bitch. It's different. Get mad at the judge. Here's the thing: the, the not the judge people, didn't give him time. Non info people are seeing this. And they're going, "You mean the guy smoked weed? and He gets a year, and this guy beat his girlfriend and knocking her out on video right. and gets two games? That's not right." <laughs> Is it on video? They yeah, they don't look at the actual scenario. That yeah, it's not. Josh yeah, failed three drug and tests. and not to mention his college failed drug tests. But in in the backing up into the naked that's eye and the vague privacy. of it, they see it. Yeah, they're comparing it to just guy getting weed for a uh, year for weed and a guy right. beating up his girlfriend for two. Games. And that's what caused a lot of the backlash from people who don't know really what they're talking about so when they look the, at football. The conduct. Yes. The conduct. Hey, Dante Stall, I've got last time than that. Leonard Who's Little the... killed a guy and didn't miss but six games. Well, okay? Dante, I mean, come well, on, Dante man. Dante Stallworth killed a guy. In, but, in no, the... but hold on. Dante Stallworth was. His head was drunk that night. Coming from a club. He, drinking. No, 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 no. He slept it off. It yeah. was in the morning. This guy was going. Or this yeah. guy. This guy was going to work. He was crossing against traffic, and they admitted that. That's why the guy only got like a couple hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. It was, so you know, it was one of. Those, I mean, that was like a crazy situation. Leonard Little was a, was a hit and run. That was it was a yeah. vehicular manslaughter. That was. I mean, he was found guilty of. I mean, I think he pleaded guilty to plea out on it for yeah. whatever he did, but. The fake fact remains is you know he, he yeah. did kill somebody and so it's stolen yeah, technically, <laughs> but I mean technically he kills technically yeah. yeah but but you know but they didn't get hardly as many games. The problem I think really caused the backlash was that Gordon was getting a year at the same time, and these people who didn't really know exactly what was going on, right? They're looking at it from from a, from a, an outsider's view, going, sure. "This guy gets two games for beating up his wife. This guy gets a year for smoking weed. That's not right." And when you look at it that way, it's not. But there's more to the situation, and they didn't know that. Yeah, and you know you shouldn't beat up your girlfriend, nigga. The way, yeah, don't beat, don't you shouldn't beat anybody. But no, like Chris Rock says, "Don't hit her, just shake her." <laughs> yeah, just shake her. But I mean, you know, I I'm don't joking, know, man. By the way. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, we'll see if it's a pattern of behavior. But I mean, that's that goes back to the old Jim Brown thing. These guys, you know, you expect people to be basically gladiators, savages on yeah. the field, and then to have an off switch and say, okay. I mean, these guys are crazy, man. 
anybody that runs full speed in another person for 60 minutes is crazy. You yeah. know, I mean, that's and Israel Rice's first defense. He's never been in trouble with anything else before. But he's crazy. <laughs> I mean, if you're and in the NFL, <laughs> if you're in the, huh? And he's little too. So he's got, he's got a Napoleon complex <laughs> and he's crazy. That's a recipe for disaster, man. I'm surprised that the girl didn't get beat up sooner. We don't know. That's, a, that's just in public. If you're yeah, going to sure do that in public, time. yeah, man. Yeah. If you're going to do that in public, come here's on. the thing: if he's not seen dragging her out of the elevator like Captain Caveman, then he probably might not even get two games. Yeah, that's the thing. If he's not showing him video, then it's just allegations, and he's right. not, and she drops the charges. He's found innocent. He may get two games. He may not. By this rule, though. If if you're getting a six game suspension for just allegations, which I think is really unfair, because listen, I, women be crazy sometimes. No offense to all ladies out there, I've known some crazy ones that would accuse a guy of hitting her with that when he didn't touch her just to get him in trouble. Yeah, but he was dragging. <laughs> you he see was, that Chris he Rock? Was her. <laughs> but, I see that Chris. Ben, ben <laughs> Roethlisberger was suspended for life four years ago because he got accused not once but uh, twice inside he's, of a he's year. A, he's a sexual predator, but he hasn't been in trouble since either. Oh yeah, well, yeah. That was just had... one time in the Little Elvis. Yeah, which was the name of the bar, by the way. <laughs> little Elvis. It was called Little. No, it was Twice. Hold on, you got accused yeah. twice. And he, and he, and he served. Was it six, the same bar? He was sentenced six games and did served four, but all charges were dropped, so he was found innocent in the court of law. That's the. I mean, that's the Kobe thing, though. I mean, you know. Which did Kobe serve any suspension for that? I don't remember. I don't. Know. No. No. He Negative. He paid a backlash for this. He paid a bigger price than Ben Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that ring. Though. Yeah, that ring cost more than the games he probably yeah. would have missed. And I mean, in all the you know endorsements, and he had to pretty much build him build his career back. I mean, it's all forgotten now, but you know at that time that was pretty. And for much, Ray Rice, and that's the that society it. we live in. Everything's forgotten. It's a short term memory yeah. in a microwave society. Because yeah. somebody else will beat their wife. Yeah, yeah. Somebody CNN will find some other story yeah. to cling on to that's sports related, and it'll be forgotten about in a year, and no one will remember him. And that's 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 it. That's what happened. We got a couple minutes. Uh, any any last thoughts, Carlo, about Ray Rice, Jim Irsay, or uh, Roger Goodell? I think I think Roger uh, Goodell's a bum, man. Make Irsay sell the team. <laughs> <laughs> we should have played that Molly song for uh yeah, for, for Irsay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, cocaine cowboy or something. But yeah, I think Goodell's weak, man. And I think that I think that the moral of the story is this guy's got too much power. It's like that Malcolm X thing. That's too much power for one man to have. Because I mean, he's he's got he makes the decision. He he gets to suspend you, and you have to go to him for the appeal. What kind of mess? Oh yeah, Judge I was Dredd. wrong. You know, man. Um, I'm sorry. I was I was only going to suspend you. I, I shouldn't have suspended you six games. I, I was wrong. I mean, what's he going to do, man? He's got to stick. I mean, who who's the who's the the players' association leader, man? Put put, put a rule point. in like the, like, like, like the drug rules. I mean, if you get caught Gee, once man. or found guilty once, it's they've tried to do it as a code of conduct. But still, even by this rule, like I said, if it's by offense, th- th- this is no different than what it was before. Is there any mandatory? Counseling that goes into this thing? Not that I've saw Anger that. management or something? Yeah, he's taking anger. Well, you talking about for Ursa? No, no I'm, I'm talking about for the league. I'm for the league? Oh, yeah, they do have all that. No, anger management. Rules after you, after yeah. you get yeah. found. Yeah. But you can be, they, you they can offer be a lot suspended of without being accused as being a six-game offense. So, therefore, there's nothing different now than there was a year ago or even three months ago. Because now, if, if, you're, not found, if you're found innocent or you're not found guilty, therefore, you won't get the six-game first strike. Then you'll still get suspended, probably for the bad publicity it brings, which is no different than what we're looking yeah. at right now going on. You know, so probably give somebody a two or four game suspension. People will get mad, 
and he'll let him go because he was he wasn't found guilty, and unless he's found guilty, anything more, and the players' association will rave up and they'll win that lawsuit. So, but that, for the peer pressure, the media pressure, nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happened really. It just it was just a publicity stunt to me, and that's all. Nothing really has changed from now and 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 two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So protecting women, okay. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. That's I a mean, good thing. They should be doing that anyway. You shouldn't have to have a rule to, to say that. That should be in there in general. Nah. Hey, there you have it. The gospel according to Trevor. Um, <laughs> I've been heated about this for like a week. So I've been, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, man. So what's next, man? Another, this weekend, Trevor and I. Trevor, you going to the game Saturday? Murray State? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no I won't right. be at the Murray State game. I'll be enjoying that one. Probably at home. Uh, I will be at every game after that, though. I'll be there, man. I'll hold it down for you. Ah, right. Say say hi, name say hi to Kerry Rhodes and the other name drops. You <laughs> took some good pictures. Carlo has a good pictures on. Um, appreciate it, Brandon Lawrence. Um, Thank you, sir. Last, from last night's he game. He does a good man. job. I saw him down there. He was being, he was being professional. Being, he Thanks, Trevor. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting up there editing my photos. You know, I, I tried to do everything on site so guys in Kentucky Sports Co. can get that live uh, footage right away to get out there to the public. He's a lot more professional than me over sweating from my walk to the stadium and <laughs> – just basically, I grabbed one of the, the uh, pitchers of Mountain Dew and put a straw in it and walked to my seat. <laughs> you said you grabbed the whole picture. <laughs> yes, it's pretty chilly this out there, too. Oh, yeah. You see the one I got a picture of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. She was smiling. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I had to do the that. The best part about this time of football is the girls to get the, the uh, sundresses, and I love me some sundresses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm especially I'm, sitting, uh, well, especially where I'm at. You know, you get to look up. and Speaking of revealed skin, <laughs> uh, you got, have you had a chance, uh, gentlemen, to uh, check out the new leaked photos of celebrities over the last 24 hours? No. Who's who's on that list that I would oh, like to see? Oh, a long list of uh, Kate Upton, Jennifer Lopez, several uh, people I had to look up afterwards but didn't know who they were but didn't matter because they were still hot. Megan Fox? Uh, Megan Fox is not on the list. If she was, I wouldn't be here. I'd be in the hospital with carpal tunnel. <laughs> so uh, she did not make the list. Brandon, yourself, you had a chance to look at uh, the disaster of leaked celebrity photos over the weekend? Nah, man. I mean, you know, I like to look at Live naked ladies, man. <laughs> this isn't 1990 anymore. I got actual video. Hey, that PT's commercial's that. coming on right after you say it. And is first, that, oh, what's that thing? The PT's commercial's coming up next. What's, the, what's that commercial they have? That's funny you said it. Adult Village or whatever it's called. Yeah. Metro Station. Metro Station. Female friendly and well Safe. lit. By the way, two things I don't want in my adult store. <laughs> yeah. Female friendly, I mean, well lit and touchscreen videos. Those are two <laughs> things I want to avoid lifetime in my uh, my. Pornography shop. <laughs> hey man, That's I don't want well lit. On that note, <laughs> on that uh, note, man. we're about to hit, man. The, uh, the the going deep guys are coming in, coming on, talking about collegiate football. Hey, until next week, seven o'clock Tuesday. Out of bounds for Carlo Kellum, Brandon Lawrence. We're out. Have a good week. Peace. Man. Later. Welcome back to Going Deep. I am not Brandon Lawrence. I am not Chad Graham. Chad Graham is uh, off in the forest doing wild things tonight, and he couldn't make it here today, so he's left me, Justin Fowles, and the professor, C.J. Mance, to host Going Deep 
college football radio discourse tonight. How are you guys doing today? That's Professor Mance for all of you in Radio Land. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can call us at the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. That's 502-384-1450. Or you can hit us up on our Facebook page or our uh, Twitter page, uh, Going Deep Louisville or at Going Deep LOU. Juice, the question of the week this week. What college team was most impressive during the first week of games? And aren't you glad they're back? I am so glad they're back. And this is a toss-up. And, and strangely enough, they both, uh, to me, the toss-ups are in, reside in the SEC. Um, but I'm going to go with Texas A&M. Everyone talked about Texas A&M. Everyone talked about the quarterback, uh, Kenny Hill. Uh, he wants to be called Kenny Trill, apparently. Trill. Kelly, Kenny Trill. Trill. You got to say it right. Kelly Trill. He put up all types of numbers on a South Carolina defense that people were expecting to be good or at least expecting to be quality. He ran, he sliced through them. The receivers looked dominant. It looked like they had multiple Mike Evans out there. The offensive line was exceptional, even though they lost their first-round draft pick. And great running backs. Texas a looked really good, and their defense looked improved. So I, I can, uh, I'll say Texas A&M. All right, uh, I'm going with Georgia. My 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 dark horse pick to to win the national championship. Herb Street's on board with me now, and everybody else is jumping on the bandwagon. Everybody saw Gurley. As long as Gurley doesn't get injured with the usual Georgia luck, he's winning the Heisman. Uh, they're going to keep rolling through. Clemson was a good team, uh, and really the SEC is still down from last year. And Georgia should roll through in the East. And yesterday was the uh, the first step to fulfilling my prophecy. But we're going to move on to to what we do, as always. We guess the line on a couple games. We'll just rip this straight off uh, Bill Simmons, but he does it for NFL, so we do it for college. Uh, uh, so we, we talk about the different games, and then both of us guess the line in Vegas and see who can get closer. Uh, it's not guessing who's going to win. It's guessing whatever Vegas has the line at. CJ, the first game, Murray State at Louisville. What do you think about this game? Well, this game I don't think actually has a line, right? So no, no. no one's betting on this bad boy. But so what we're looking at though is looking at Louisville, who looked very good defensively on uh, looked very good defensively yesterday. Murray State's Murray State. Uh, Murray State's going to struggle to score against our excellent defense this year, and we're going to put a lot of points because we have a lot to prove. After we were a little sloppy on offense yesterday, I mean, I think everyone saw that. If you're a Cardinal fan, you're a little frustrated in the first half, scoring only seven points, having to rely on a kickoff return for a touchdown against Miami. We have some growth to do. Petrino will do that. We're going to blow them out. It's not going to be really a contest. You know what's not frustrating, Juice? What's not frustrating? Life insurance. Tell us a little bit about life insurance. It's not just life insurance. It's family planning. Really what we're doing here is we're trying to figure out what do you need. We do free financial needs analysis. Call me at 678-938-8961. That's 678-938-8961. We're doing a financial needs analysis to see what you can use and what you need and just trying to uh, be problem solvers for you. Additionally, if you're interested in tax-free income and retirement, that's something a lot of us are interested in, give me a call. Once again, 678-938-8961. Thank you, Justin. CJ will have you covered just like Louisville will have Murray State's receivers covered. Louisville's defense really surprised last night uh, with the with the defense was a lot faster than I expected. What do you think about that, CJ? I think it came down to playing fast. It was nice. It was surprising because I thought they might be a little hesitant trying to learn a new scheme. I think that Charlie Strong did an excellent job of recruiting. I think this is going to be the most talented defense he's had. I think we some of the players we lost actually aren't as talented as the guys that he's replacing them with. This is that first full recruiting class, so I knew we were going to be talented. The question was could they adapt to Grantham's more complicated 3-4 scheme quickly? 
And it looks like Charlie Strong recruited smart players too because they, they grasped that very quickly, much more so than his old Georgia team. And they were in position. They only made a few mistakes in the secondary coverage. They, they played fast. That's what Bobby Trino said. They played fast. So when, when Bobby wins the championship, he's going to be doing it with Charlie's players. Well, yes, because he has not had an opportunity to recruit his own players. But, you know, Bobby never had a problem having talent around, our, around UofL or Arkansas or anywhere else he's coached anyway. Well, Murray beat uh, Union College. Murray's in the OVC, just like Tennessee Martin uh, that played Kentucky this week. They beat uh, Union College, which is a local, I think, D3 school, 73-26. to So they have some offensive firepower. But if Louisville has any trouble with this game, that could spell trouble for the season. Uh, I'd put the line, if, if Vegas were making it, at 38. What do you think, CJ? If Vegas was making it, I, put, I mean, I think 38 is reasonable. I mean, but I never go with that high because I think a garbage points touchdown. So I say more like uh, I say uh, thirty-one. Thirty-one. All right. Uh, speaking of Tennessee Martin, like I said, they played Kentucky. What do you think of the debut of Patrick Tolls, the the guy I was talking about last year, wondering where he was? It looks like Stoops was hiding him, giving him a red shirt last year, and letting Max Smith play, knowing when the when the team was just going to lose every game, just letting Max Smith and what was that other guy's name? I don't even remember. His name. <laughs> He's transferred. The Eastern Illinois, uh, but but Patrick Tolls, what do you think? Whitlow. Whitlow, that's who it was. I I couldn't remember for some reason. Whitlow is transferred from my memories. What I I look at UK is I think they're an improved team. They're an improved team that played a very bad team. They have some some talent on the outside. We all know they've done some improved recruiting. So they have some of their Yahtzee players on the outside, as they like to say, and that went past a very slow, unathletic Tennessee Martin team. I think this Ohio team that returns – eight defensive starters, and is coached by Frank Solich, former Nebraska coach Frank Solich, who's done rather well every season at, at Ohio. It's going to be much more of a test, so that should be interesting. Yeah, well, the air raid looks like it's here. Oh, no siren. We're, we're always missing <laughs> the air raid siren. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Cyrus never really but, deserved. But Braylon Hurd really. Uh, I mentioned him that first game, the first show. Braylon Hurd really busted out. Just like I said, he was really good at Nebraska. Averaged six point seven yards. Then transferred to Kentucky. Sat out last year. And now now he's averaging averaging fifty eight yards per carry. And that's uh, if he keeps that up on the season, he'll have uh, twenty five thousand four hundred sixty three yards. Uh, breaking uh, uh, every, every record? Every record of all time. By the way, UK had 69 rushes for nearly 500 yards and uh, all their touchdowns, or multiple touchdowns, opposed to about 22 completions. So I don't think it's air raid. I think it's a ground raid. <laughs> ground. That's why the air raid sign wasn't ready. That's, okay. I mean, that's my excuse at this point. <laughs> and and, and as, as we say, air raid not deserved. But they well, they, they shut down Dylan Favre, Brett's, uh, Brett's uh, younger uh, nephew. Uh, uh, we won't talk. We won't talk about any of the stuff going on on the internet. But I'm sure there's something there with Brett Favre that joke could be made. No, but I'm not making it. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, sure. This week, mature. Ohio Ohio starts Darius Vick, and you know who he's related to, CJ. I do not know who he's related to. Jason Campbell. No, nobody we know. His his mother's name is uh, Mary. Yeah, so not a surprise. Mary Vick. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to be funny about throwing a different name out there. Opposed to the obvious. He's probably just well, as closely the related. Last year was Templeton, whose dad was Mickey yep. Templeton, there you go. the former baseball all star. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they lost Mickey, and, and they they're going with Vick now. So uh, uh, that's where they're at. But they did lose in the Beefo Brady Bowl last year, which is my favorite bowl. I've always been on record about that. Ohio made it to the Beef O'Brady Bowl. Welcome to Beefs. Welcome to Beefs. What do you think this line's at, CJ? What would you put it at? Well, 
I actually thought this line would be fairly close just because um and uh I think my my line on this game is I actually had a, a UK favorite by ten. I actually agreed with you on that one, and it's actually uh, uh, at UK by twelve now. But it opened at, at UK only by six, so Vegas is betting hard on uh, on UK. So so uh, you know that might be a teaser the other way. You might want to just grab it the other way. Sometimes Vegas gets a little too excited on on these bets when the opening line swings that hard. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I'm a big believer in the, the fact that UK has improved, but maybe not UK not improved that much. Like you said, everything was on the ground against a team that couldn't offer any resistance. Ohio's going to hit you in the mouth. They're a physical team because they play against a physical team on the other side of the ball every week in practice running that uh, Frank Solar smash mouth running attack. So it should be interesting. All right, let's move west from the Athens of the West to western Kentucky. Uh, they're, they're actually not playing in, in western Kentucky this week. They're going up to Illinois, a place where – where CJ used to live uh, during his formative years. CJ, they're playing uh, Illinois. What are you gonna? What do you think about this game? Because I, I think this one has a little bit of trouble written all over it. Well, honestly, when I was looking at the uh, the way I see Western Kentucky, I thought lost too much last year, and I thought Illinois has enough offense returning. Um, based on just what I was looking at heading in the season, I actually think Illinois should put up a lot of points. Western Kentucky, and Western Kentucky shouldn't score as many points against a defense that can only improve against Illinois. I had them, I had Illinois at home ending up winning this by a couple, over a couple touchdowns. I had it at a 17-point spread. Yeah, CJ, you don't like Jeff Brom, do you? I mean, I don't dislike Jeff Brom. I just don't actually think Western has improved from last year. I think they've gotten a little bit worse, and I think Illinois, can only, who scored plenty of points on a lot of teams last year, has gotten better. That's how I saw it. Who's your favorite Brom? I got to go with Brian still. Brian. Yeah, you Brian. You did see Western break every school record this last <laughs> Friday, right? I, I know I, I, I know that happened. I know that happened. You did see the quarterback throw 46 completions on 56 attempts for 569 yards and six touchdowns with zero interceptions. What was that on, on ESPN uh, 4? That was on the Ocho. The Ocho. You got the, the Ocho. Ocho. I'm just wondering I, if you caught that or not. I'm, we got I'm, that on Sports <laughs> Buzz, the Ocho. I'm aware that happened. I'm aware that happened. Okay. However... I really did think Illinois, and I know Illinois struggle with Youngtown State, and so I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I and and we're guessing the line, so my line is probably clearly wrong. Maybe I'm also guess the game. So, but what, what's your line pick? Oh, I already said my line oh. was at 17, but it, okay, I at 17. It, well, it was wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean they they broke all kinds of records. They had 702 yards. Uh, that was their first win as a conference USA team. They're serving notice to the conference USA. Maybe they'll grab one of those uh, those those bowls from the Condoleezza Rice picks. You know, <laughs> maybe Condoleezza Rice. Hopefully, she's watching this game. Uh, shout out to Condoleezza if you're listening. Uh, I'm sure she's not. She's a fan of the streamer. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like, like Brandon Dartrey had had. 569 yards. He's still, I guess they're still running the Bobby P uh, offense out there. Jeff Brahm, a disciple, Absolutely. running it since college. Uh, yeah, so started out 21 nothing, didn't look back. And Bowling Green was predicted to win the MAC over Ohio. Ohio was predicted to get second or third. Bowling Green was predicted to win the whole thing, and Western killed them. So I, I had this one, Illinois, favored by three just because they're at home. If this were played in the Beef O'Brady Bowl, it would be a pick em. Uh, but the Vegas had a had Illinois opened at uh, minus one one and a half, and it's moved to minus six and a half. So it's moved five points to Illinois. I guess a lot of people don't get the uh, the ocho, but uh, uh, it's at six and a half now. So I mean that that seems like one. If I 
were in Vegas and gambling were legal, uh, I would consider putting money on it, but I don't I don't usually do that kind of thing. You, you don't have to be in Vegas, first of all, because I'll bet the game and I'm not in Vegas. I'm looking at my site right now. <laughs> I won't name it. No, no plugs. No but, plugs. Uh, but uh, I will say this. You, you were right on when you said 17. That was the line on last week against Youngstown State was 17 points. And in case you're wondering, I'm sure you know this, they did not cover that 17 points. They, only winning they by 11. did not cover that 17 no. points. But Western, Western was a seven-point underdog and did cover. Did you lose your shirt last week on that? Me? I did not bet uh, Illinois. I lost because uh, Urban Meyer thinks it's okay to put, <laughs> score a touchdown at the, with two minutes left in a game that doesn't matter. Like, they needed that touchdown. I said earlier, I need air conditioning in my car. They didn't need that touchdown. <laughs> That's what killed me. Uh, I had Navy getting 16 and that covered. So I was kind well, of bitter about that. I well, did win on A&M, though. I got them plus 10. So. All right. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So – you won't be finding any shirtless pictures uh, on the internet of of, uh, of <laughs> yes, you will. But that's a whole another story and a whole another <laughs> night of uh, Goatschlager. All right, all right. Well, speaking of Ohio State, they're they're uh, at home this week versus Virginia Tech, who's a perennial power ACC school. We got an ACC love here in Louisville now. Uh, Juice, what do you think about about this matchup? This one's kind of interesting. I think Ohio State showed a lot of weaknesses against Virginia Tech. I just don't think Virginia Tech's offensively competent enough to take advantage of some of the issues that we saw. They're more of a traditional attack. They don't have the unique nature of Navy. Um, I think Ohio State's defense will show up very well against Virginia Tech, but Virginia Tech's defense will show up also very well against Ohio State. At the end of the day, Ohio State's just got more athletes there at home. I like um, Ohio State. I think the line's going to be minus nine. Well, Ohio State uh, struggled as a – to cover last week uh, against Navy, but the, I guess they did. But they were only up 2017 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Barrett looked okay. He's a game manager, but now they're they're acting like he's he's the new Braxton Miller, and they're just the same. But they're not. Uh, the Navy triple option. We didn't really get to see their their D line really do what their D line's designed to do at Ohio State. So they uh, uh, it's the it's still out on them. The question's still out as whether they're still good. Uh, but Virginia Tech, you know, Beamer's been there almost 30 years now. Uh, Coach Vic, all these kind of guys. Uh, not Darius, his uh, uncle, Mike, Michael. Yeah. Uh, and Marcus. Uh, but the Virginia Tech defense looked looked good this week against William and Mary. Uh, you know, they got they got a good running back. But I, I, I think the, the Vegas likes Ohio State still because they're at home. I had this one at, at minus 7.5, Ohio State favored. What do you think, CJ? Oh well, I had, I had Ohio State at minus nine also. All right, well or CJ C, nine. CJ gets this one minus nine. It's actually at uh, minus eleven and a half, and it opened at at minus twelve. So there's a little bit of money going towards Virginia Tech, but not much. So Vegas seems to have that one have that one right. Uh, why don't we talk about their big big rival? Well, not really their big rival. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about their big rival. What about Michigan? What what what, what are they gonna do? Uh, well, Michigan's going at Notre Dame. Yeah. What are they going to do there? This is Michigan's other. This is Michigan's other big game. You know, other than the B game against Ohio State. So they're going to be fired up. Thing is, they're on the road. They're on the road from the very beginning. I looked at this game. I think Notre Dame's improved. I think Michigan's improved. I think Michigan is a better football team, but they're at the Golden Domers. So I think touchdown Jesus is going to have four and a half point spread. They're going to be favored by four and a half. Well, Everett Golston lo- looks really good. I think that redshirt year he took last year that was totally voluntary by him was a uh, a, a good move. Uh, uh, the Notre Dame's always thinking. 
Golston. Voluntarily suggested by the uh, by the uh, academic aspect of Notre yeah. Dame, right? Michigan looked pretty good, avenging their their 2006 loss to Appalachian State, uh, the same Appalachian State team. They're just as skilled as they were back in 2006. They even had a punt block uh, to r- really rub it in. But uh, Notre Dame's at home, so they're going to be favored. I have this one in Notre Dame minus five. What do you think, Juice? Uh, I had Notre Dame minus four and a half. All right, well, the line just moved. I had this one. The line moved right at showtime from minus five to minus four and a half. Yep, yep. So I think CJ put a big bet on that one to move <laughs> it, just just to just to get bragging rights here on the show. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in Texas. I was it just is. down there this week. I'll give you guys the report. We're going deep. We drove a big our, our 1450 sports buzz bus down to down to Texas and, and tailgated down there. Uh, uh, shout out to Catherine Sawyer for the invite. Uh, you know, they got some good facilities down there. Uh, I, I got to tour where the recruits were at. They have pictures of Mac Brown all over the wall. And I sat in front of somebody wearing a Mac Brown t-shirt for Charlie Strong's first game. Absolutely. Uh, they, they still are holding on to Mac Brown. You know, Red McCombs came out and flipped the coin, uh, for the, the ceremonial coin flip. But uh, the team looked really good. Uh, Charlie's got them looking a lot better than Mac Brown had them looking. And uh, on, especially on defense, they were fast like Louisville. They looked a lot like Louisville on defense, mm-hmm. which I guess is uh, not, not uh, coincidental. Uh, their offense struggled. David Ash, their starting quarterback, is uh, out probably forever with a concussion, another concussion. But, uh, and I've heard bad things about the backup swoops. So they could struggle this week against BYU, who beat them last week. What do you think, CJ? Honestly, when I look at when I look at BYU, I see a team that is plays fast and hits hard on defense. They've always been physical. They're physical every year. But most importantly, they return most of their offensive line. They're one of the top offensive lines in the country, deep at running back. They have an experienced multidimensional te- uh, quarterback who ran all over Texas last year. The only thing is they, they're inexperienced in the receiver position, but they're significantly more talented. They have an Oregon transfer, a Stanford transfer, and a UTEP transfer who's the receiving coach's son who had lots of yards at UTEP. So what you're looking at now is they their receivers should be able to get behind Texas when they have to when they struggle to stop the run. I just don't think Texas' offense with a back of quarterback can keep up with BYU. BYU's too strong. I actually think BYU should be a road favorite. Um, I have uh, BYU – uh, minus three on the road. Yeah, I uh, uh, Texas world class organization now. Charlie Strong's turning it around over there. the The O line is is not really uh, uh, what it should be yet. Uh, it's really struggling. The uh, the it's pretty much all freshmen there. I had this one uh, without David Ash. I thought Vegas is going to have BYU. I had BYU minus five and a half, but Vegas actually has them. Uh, Texas is favored uh, minus one. So, uh, but that's moved from minus four and a half. So that's going towards BYU. So get your bets in while you can, if you're in Vegas. If you're in Vegas. Uh, what else we got here? We got the USC Stanford game. What do you think about that one? Well, we got USC Stanford. I think this is a battle of two very good football teams. I think USC is actually um, the better football team this year. Stanford is an excellent coach team. Uh, but I think Stanford's offensive line is going to be the fu- first time their offensive line isn't dominant in years. I think USC's defensive line is going to cause them problems. That being said, Stanford is at home. That's hard to overcome. I have Stanford favored by three. Yeah, Stanford looks pretty good. Kevin Hogan's still there. They, they're 16-0 and when he completes 60% of his passes. 
I think he's going to complete 60% of his passes this week. I had Stanford as a, a, a minus seven at home since they're the home team, even though they lost last year to USC. But Vegas actually has them as uh, minus two and a half now. It moved down from four, so Vegas really likes uh, USC. But that's because it's, it's closer to Vegas than it is to Stanford. Uh, game of the week, Michigan State, Oregon. What do you think about that one? Okay. Offense versus defense, a nerd's dream. Offense versus defense, I think Oregon is favored. I think they should be favored. But I don't know why anyone would think Michigan State could be a double-digit underdog here. Uh, Michigan State's defense is one of the best in the country every year because they have one of the best defensive coordinators in the country every year. Um, so when I look at this game, I have um, – let's see. I have Oregon uh, favored by seven, minus seven. Yeah, you know, uh, Oregon beat up on on – I think South Dakota or just regular Dakota. Which Dakota was it? South, North, or regular? Well, anyway, they was sixty-two to thirteen. Uh, they beat Dakota. Marcus Mariota still looks really good. He added weight in the offseason not to get injured. Uh, Michigan State beat Jacksonville last week, but but Oregon. I mean, it's offense, man. Everybody loves offense. Touchdowns galore. This one I had Oregon minus nine. Vegas has them at minus thirteen. Everybody's betting Oregon. It, so was, that, it so, was South Dakota, by the way. South? Yeah, and the Bisons don't lose to Division One teams. Haven't you learned that already? Yeah. <laughs> North Dakota don't lose to Division One. Well, that's because they're the champion of the, of the Division Two. It was or, Dakota, the, the, the stepchild of the Dakotas. Well, I mean, which, which Dakota is your favorite? Fanning. All right. <laughs> oh, and on that note. <laughs> Juice, are you going to run with Dakota Fanning this week? Where's Dakota Fanning going to be? Uh, I, oh, okay, yes. We're looking at the color dash. Uh, please, uh, we're actually talking about a charity that's important to us here. We're looking at the Color Dash with uh, uh, Family and Children's Place. If you want to, it's going to be Saturday, September twentieth, here in New Albany. They're trying to expand their influence here in this area. If you want a little bit more information, go to www.thecolor-5k.com. That's thecolor-5k.com. Thank you guys for joining us. You, you got to run that, or can, can we walk that? You can walk that too. You can, can walk it or run it. Just do it with color. Can we high step? That's the only way to do it, brother. All right, well, we'll be back next week, uh, some random time, some random date. See you guys then. Talk to y'all soon.